Hey everyone, this is Zach at FF Chalupa Batman here on the Triple Play Fantasy Beyond the Analyst interview series. This is episode 20. It's been awesome getting to interview so many people. And today I'm joined by Hutchinson Brown. How are you doing today, Hutch? Doing awesome, man. And thank you so much, Zach, for having me on the interview. Super excited to, super excited to talk today. It's going to be fun. So if you guys missed the first 19 episodes, go back uh, onto Triple Play Fantasy's YouTube. Go and subscribe. Um, but check out all those other interviews as well as our podcast channel has all of them as well. Go ahead and subscribe there as well. I don't want to miss anything. But we do not talk about fantasy football takes um, on this series. We're here to get to know the analyst. So today, like I said, we're joined by by Hutch. He's a content creator for Football Guys, writer for DLF, and host of the Young Fantasy Mind Football podcast and at TYFMNFL on Twitter. So Hutch, we'll get right into it. Uh, you've been in the fantasy football space as a content creator for a little over a year now. So what inspired you to start creating content? Well, really what inspired me was just uh, loving uh, other analysts. Like, I mean, I was, I got into fantasy football about three years ago and my cousin showed it to me and I got into it. And I really liked it and I needed advice. So my favorite podcast, I mean, starting fantasy football, fantasy footballers. I love JD Zacharyson, Mike Tagliere, Kyle Yates, uh, all the fantasy pros guys. I mean, those are my three favorites. I love Andy Bearhands and Liz Loza with Yahoo. Like, I just love those guys. And I started looking up like how to create a podcast, how to do this kind of content. And I thought it'd be really, really fun. And it looked doable. So I was like, you know what? Let's just go for it. This will be fun. That's awesome. And for those, I guess, who I hope a lot of people know who you are already, but if they don't know, you're only 15, correct? Yeah, I'm 15. 15 years awesome. old. So, I mean, the great thing about fantasy football is uh, we don't discriminate with age. Like, you you can play at any age um, yeah. and you can create content at any age. So, I mean, I think it's really cool that, that you started so young. I mean, I started playing around your age, but I would, could never imagine putting out a podcast, writing articles, doing everything you're doing. So uh, I appreciate it. So kudos Thank to you. And uh, I'm assuming you're having a lot of fun doing it if you've been doing it for you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's 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 been amazing. It's been really, really fun. I, I mean, honestly, there I felt like I would experienced more of this, but there's there's very few moments where I'd ever feel annoyed that I have to create a piece of content or spend time on Twitter. Like I'm pretty much very excited to do every single podcast recording that I'm on. Like I'm always excited to do it. I love it. That's great. It's good to hear. But yeah, no, I'm glad you're having fun with it. I mean, that's the great thing about the space is, I mean, if you have the passion for it, I mean, you can create whatever you want here. So that's yeah. awesome. And for those of you who can't see, if you're listening on the podcast, not on YouTube, um, you have an Eagles, uh, looks like a flag behind you. So yeah, a little, I know uh, you're a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan. Behind me, yeah. Yep. So who has been your favorite player of that franchise so far? I mean, I've only been able to watch. I mean, I think the first year I watched football, it was the year before Carson Wentz's rookie season. So I haven't been, you know, an Eagles fan for too, too long. I haven't been a crazy football fan for too, too long. But I mean, it was a really only one season or two seasons where this player was really loved by Philly. And I know it ended bad, but I, I mean, I just absolutely love watching Carson Wentz in his MVP season or his MVP caliber season. I think he would have won MVP that year if he stayed healthy. But watching him that year was just, I mean, like, I, it was just unbelievable. I just could not help. I, I just loved watching him play. He was just unbelievable. Every week when we turned the TV on, I was just so excited to see Wentz and see what he can do in this in his next game. But it ended pretty crappy, so I would shout out Jason Kelsey as well. 
Jason Kelsey's just always been that. He's just always been so dominant on the offensive line, leading that off that Philly offensive line to victory. That's awesome. And he's probably a little bit before your time of watching football, but I got to meet Brian Hawkins a handful of years ago. Uh, He was super nice. It was a very quick encounter, but um, it was cool to get to meet him. And as you can see, I'm a a Cowboys fan. uh, So yeah, I see it. A little bit trolling uh, you. Honestly, it's because I work with two wonderful people as well with Triple Play on the the Tripwire podcast is uh, Alex and Joe are huge Eagles fans as well. So mm-hmm. I'm just surrounded by too, too many Eagles fans. So I had to had to throw in the Cowboys jersey just to of course just to get one in there for you. But um, I'm assuming the Super Bowl win against the Patriots is probably your favorite memory of the team. Oh yeah, easily. Is that, is that yeah, that okay. Super Bowl win that was the super. I mean, this is Super Bowl win. I mean, like, come on, the Eagles haven't seen a Super Bowl win for like ever. Like, haven't seen a Super Bowl win, and just to see that moment, that was unbelievable. So I figured that was your favorite. So not to get too negative, but uh, what's been your most miserable memory of the Eagles so far? Oh, man. It's funny because I just call him my favorite player. But this past season watching Carson Wentz, I can't put it down to a specific moment. I'm trying to think of one. But watching Wentz this season was just unbelievable. It was just so horrifically bad. I just could not every... Oh my gosh. Every week I wanted Jalen Hurst to get in so bad and he they just never started him. They said Wentz is our guy. It was just so frustrating. But uh, oh you know what? Maybe I'll try to think of a moment. Uh when in the playoffs, I think it was after the double doink game against the Bears. I'm pretty sure it was after that game. They were playing the Saints in the playoffs. It was the NFC divisional game, I believe, and Eagles driving down the field late in the game. Uh probably could score to win the game they need to score to win and jeffrey reaches out and drops the ball and it's intercepted and it's game over like that was that was pretty heartbreaking that no, was really fair. heartbreaking and as a cowboys fan i mean we've had plenty of terrible moments and games and teams recently so not not yeah. trying to tro- troll on the eagles um i was expecting one of those memories to be up there for you or possibly uh drafting uh not oh, Justin Jefferson. Drafting, <laughs> drafting Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. I honestly wasn't too. I mean, I loved Jefferson, but I also like. I did like Rager coming out, so I wasn't like crazy pissed about it. But wow, that did that look dumb? Yeah, in the moment, Jair's taking a white side too. Yep. Hey, at least you got AJ Brown now, so you don't have to worry about oh, drafting yeah. the, you got the AJ B and Boston Smith. Yeah, yeah. we good. Yeah, you guys are looking up. <laughs> yeah, you guys so, are looking up. Uh, do a lot of your friends come to you for fantasy football advice now that you're a content creator? That's a really funny question because like I, I've told a lot of friends, like, I mean, I don't have like a, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not like a super popular kid at school. I've never really been. So I don't have like a ton of friends, but the friends I do know that in my school that do play fantasy football, I have people come up to me all the time asking me about fantasy football questions. And I've even started a dynasty league with some of these guys and all of them have never played dynasty before. And I've gotten them to join a dynasty league and they all know I'm an analyst. So they're always asking me who should I pick when I'm on the clock and whatever. But uh, yeah, I get, I get questions all the time about fantasy football. I've had kids that I don't even know come up to me and, and recognize who I was and ask me fantasy football questions. So yeah, I, I get it a lot. It's actually really funny. No, that's awesome. Now, do they use your like rankings and your, your articles against you in, in these drafts? Usually not. I mean, I don't have, too many friends that like really follow my content. Usually they just ask me like, you know, they just ask me something, but they just ask me like a question they have about like certain breaking news, a certain player or whatever. 
And usually it's to like break up an argument between two other people. They were like, let's see what Hutch thinks and like whatever he thinks is the argument winner. But yeah, but I have I've had some people look, you know, follow me, follow me at my Twitter page and look through my Twitter and use certain points against me. So I've definitely had that happen. Yeah, I put out a, a waiver wire, wire show uh, with Triple Play and it definitely makes it tough when I share that info with my league and then they just bid me up by a dollar. After yeah, my, oh, yeah, this my, is that guy's value. <laughs> my father is the most annoying person when it comes to that. He's always looking at my rankings. Always li- He listens to my podcast like every week and he's always uh, seeing who I like, seeing who I don't like. And he's always trying to steal those players from me in drafts. And if I try to make a trade with him with for a player I like, he knows what's going on, and he's just, he's really frustrating about it. I love you, Dad, but he's so frustrating about it. It's really fun. That's great. And you've got to have some awesome guests on your podcast as well. Um, now, yeah. some of your friends and family, like, know who these people are? Or, like, I know you're excited about it, but are they just oblivious to who you're going to talk to? So, my, yeah, my 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 mom, my mom doesn't really follow the, you know, the community too much. She appreciates what I'm doing. Like, she really likes it, but she doesn't follow football too much. My brothers don't really care too much. My little two little brothers don't care too much. My dad, he doesn't necessarily know all the analysts, but he actually came to the Fantasy Football Expo with me, and he got to meet a ton of people. We got to meet a ton of people there, and uh, but yeah, we so he knows a lot of people. But like, I think the biggest person he met that he, I think the person that he met he liked the most was uh, Andy Barons. Like the biggest name that he liked the best was Andy Barons. We got to meet him at the expo. But little backstory here, though, you, you know, Howard Bennard, right? Right, mm-hmm. Zach? You know, Howard, my dad, when he was younger, I mean, his 20s, him and Howard bartended together in New York. So they knew each other. And so now me, so now me and Howard are close friends in the industry. And I get to, you know, interact with him all the time. My dad and him are really close friends still. So it's, it's really fun. That's crazy how it connects. I just asked because like most of my friends and family, like, I have a handful of friends that like play fantasy. But I'll get to like yeah. get to talk to some of these some of these bigger name analysts in our eyes, and I think it's exciting. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to talk to who and like who's this person? They're like, yeah, I've had, uh, and I'm like, oh, this is not exciting for you at all. But it's very yeah. <laughs> it's like I, I've told friends, like I had JJ Zacharyson on my show, I had Andy Barons on my show, I had Howard Benner on my show. I've gotten to talk to Mike Wright on a Club Fantasy show. Like they're like, who are those people? I like who are, who are yeah. even those people? Like they're the most popular fantasy analysts in the industry. Like what? You don't know anything. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's it's just it's really funny because like because I feel like I don't know because when I look up to those people I see them as like celebrities but really they're not because the fantasy football space is not like a ginormous space that everybody knows about it's not like a music it's not like the music industry yeah. where everybody knows about it. it's just kind of funny yeah, it really feels funny. huge to us but but yeah the, everyone else are like I'm not sure who you're talking about I'm like, all right I'm just gonna yeah. take this to Twitter and talk to my friends on there <laughs> yeah talk to your friends on there on Twitter yeah they know who you're talking about <laughs> exactly that's awesome and so. You are a newer content creator. It's been about a year, but you're doing so much. Um, so there's a lot of people that are just starting out, maybe thinking about starting. Do you have one piece of advice or maybe a couple of different pieces of advice to offer those people? I mean, the the one of the biggest things for me that I felt has always worked is to be loyal to your followers. Like always be loyal to your followers. Like my DMs are always open. You know, when people like if I tweet about something else and someone comments a fancy football question, I'm answering it. If I ask like, hey, send me your fantasy football questions, I'm doing like, even if I get like 200 replies, I'm doing everything humanly possible to answer every single question, show my loyalty from my, to my followers, because that's how you get followers to stick on your page, keep scrolling through your content and keep checking out your Twitter page or whatever social media you're looking at. So 
being loyal to your followers, answering their questions, interacting with them and other analysts in the industry as much as possible is so good. Like I'm on, I'm on, I, I hate to admit this because like my screen, like my screen time on my phone, but I'm on Twitter like three hours a day and I'm rarely scrolling. Like I'm always interacting, always commenting. Like if you look at how many tweets I've sent, I think I've sent like 70,000 tweets in this, in just over a year. Like I'm all over the place all the time. Oh, that's great advice. Uh, I guess, is it tough for you? Um, Cause I think it impacts a lot of analysts of, I guess being wrong or like putting yourself out there, being vulnerable. Like, how do you get through through that? You mean like haters when they like troll on your stuff, or just like not even like I know like for me like I want to just like you you want to give the best advice you can, and it's process yeah. over results. Not every, we don't predict the future, so you yeah. might tell a guy, oh yeah, start this guy. It was the wrong call, um, but it's not your fault. So like for I guess those people out there that just it's hard for them to put themselves out there. That's what that's what's holding them back. I guess. Do you have any advice for? For those feelings. Honestly, you just got to know that you're going to get things wrong. You have to like come to your senses and know I'm going to get a ton of things wrong. Like that's it. You're, you're going to get things wrong. You're not going to be perfect every time. And it happens to every single analyst. Not one. I know we, you know, we love JJ Zachary. We love Andy Barons. We love the fantasy footballers, Mike, Jason, and Andy. They don't get a hundred percent of their predictions, right? They get a lot of things wrong. Like it just happens. Everybody get things wrong. I mean, I was saying Jamar Chase is a bust this year for fantasy football. Look where that ended up. I liked Ronald Jones last year for fantasy football. Look where that ended up. Like everyone gets things wrong. You just have to bounce back from them, learn what you did wrong and fix it for next time. That's great advice. Yeah. That was the toughest thing for me is uh, just that feeling invulnerable when you put out your first article or, or an episode yeah. or whatever it is. And you're like, I don't want to be, I don't want to give bad advice. No one's trying to, but it's just kind of, like you say, kind of putting that in perspective of, Hey, no one's perfect. As long as you're yeah. trying your best, you're, you're doing the best you can. I throw one thing into that mm-hmm. real quick. Like putting yourself out there and you're, you, if you're feeling nervous about that, if you're too nervous to put yourself out there in this fantasy football industry, you're not going to get anywhere. I, I, mean, I hate to be like honest like that, but it's really true. You have to be willing to put yourself out there. You have to be willing to put your thoughts out there, your takes out there, your opinions out there. And you have to be willing to be your genuine self. That's another thing in this industry where I like, where when I'm on Twitter and I'm like hanging out with friends, I don't really act much different. Like I'm the same person I am on Twitter as I am on, uh, you know, hanging out with my friends or family in public. Like I, be yourself and put yourself out there. Some people are going to like you. Some people are not. You just have to accept that some people are going to not like you. There's tons of podcasts out there. There's tons of analysts out there. If you don't like me, that's fine. You can move on. I don't care. No, that's great advice. Uh, like I said, focus on you, put your, put your best stuff out there and that's all you can do. Yeah. That's all you can do. So that's the last of, we'll call it the serious questions. I have some uh, rapid fire questions if you're game. All right, let's go. Cool. So you can give as much context as you want or it can even be one word, uh, whatever you feel like is, is necessary for you to answer the question. So we, we talked about um, your age question. and and how you make me feel feel old, but that's okay. Which of these things are I older than you? Question. All right, so we got the Nintendo Wii, the iPhone, YouTube, or Skype. Which one is older than you? So for those out there who didn't, you know, do the math, I was born in 2006. All right. July 12, 2006. So I'm going to rule out the iPhone. I'm pretty sure the iPhone was created after me. Okay. I'm pretty sure the iPhone was created after me. I'm going to rule that one out, but I don't know if I'm looking stupid right now. I'm just going to rule that one out. I think that was created in 2011, 2010. Not 100% sure on that one, but I'm pretty sure about that. The Wii... I remember getting the Wii and I remember my parents saying it was kind of brand new 
and I got it when I was like five or six. So I'm pretty sure the Wii is younger than me as well. So that's between YouTube and Skype. And I feel like I'm going to go Skype because I my older relatives are always talking about using Skype. And I feel like that's I feel like that's just going to end up being the answer. So I'm going to go with Skype, but I'm not 100% confident. So it was a bit of a trick question. I'll send you up a little bit. So the iPhone came out in 2007. So that okay. you are older than the iPhone. And then everything else came out okay. before you were born. Oh, that's not fair. Yeah. N- Nintendo Wii <laughs> Dang, came out. Really? Came out in 06. Yeah. Wow. And then every, YouTube, I think it was 2005. And Skype was around 2005 as well. So. Wow. But yeah, All right. So. Well, at least I had Skype right. But I, <laughs> man, I thought the Wii. When was the Wii? Uh, 2006, I believe. Oh, so right on. Okay. Right on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The original Nintendo Wii, not, not the newer ones. Yeah. Yeah. No, the original one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> Is I hot dog a sandwich? I feel, I feel attacked here. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> is All a right. hot dog a sandwich? Oh, this is funny. Um, I think I have the unpopular opinion here. So I'm just going to say, I mean, I think I think it fits the definition. I think it is. But I understand the reasoning against it. Like you don't never call it a sandwich. Like that's you don't say that. And it's its, its own thing. I get it. But it literally it fits a definition so perfectly that it's hard to not call it a sandwich technically. So I'm going to say yes, it is. But I get both sides. Awesome. I, I asked that question just because of Club Fantasy. FFL, yeah. Our group chat. There's a lot of drama around that question. So there's I had always to, so much drama around that question. Had, had to throw that one in there for you. So what is your favorite Eagles jersey color scheme? Oh, I like the the full black uniforms. The black pants, black shirt. I, I love. I think that's the color rush, right? I believe I so, yeah. One of yeah, them, yeah. That, that's, I think that's my favorite one. That one is clean. Awesome. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? If I could only choose one, it would probably be the ability to fly. I mean, I think the ability to fly, be able to just go, just fly up and just be above everything else, just see that. Like that, that's just that would just be incredible. I feel like that would be amazing. Um, Not, it's definitely gonna be a top, yeah, top three, it, top five. Yeah, I think fly would choice. be it. Awesome. And now we got one more question to kind of... Is this a trick test, question? Test your, I'm not going to say whether it's a trick question or not. Okay. Um, but but which of these movies are older than you? So you have Pineapple Express, The Dark Knight, Twilight, Taken, or Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Okay. So I'm just going to tell everybody now, like I am not a movie person. Like I don't keep up very well. I, I like movies, but I just don't keep up very well with you know, who, which actors, like who's in it, what actor, like what movies are made. Like I have heard of two of these movies. I don't know the, I, I've heard of Dark Knight, which is unbelievable movie and Twilight. I've heard of it, but I don't think I've watched it. The others, I have no idea what they are. And I'm, I'm sorry if these are like really popular movies. <clears throat> sorry. I'm sorry if these are really like popular movies, but I don't know them. So I'm honestly taking crapshoot. I'm pretty sure that oh man I, I i mean honestly i have no idea i have a feeling that the dark knight is younger than me i think it was created after 2006 but i think it's actually really close i think it was like 2007 2008 but i have no idea twilight i think he's younger than me and the other four i like i don't know so i'm gonna say i'm just gonna take a guess and say pineapple express is older than me Taken's older than me and forgetting Sarah Marshall's older than me. 
All right. So it was it was an unfair question because obviously you were too young to watch any of these movies when they came out, obviously. Um, Yeah. This is more for the audience to make them feel feel older and try to guess um, when these movies came out. These actually are all younger than you. They all came out in 2008. So you're right on. All of them came out in 2008. All, every single one of these came out in 2008. Wow. So you were one or two years old, depending on when they came out that year. Okay. So, so, so I don't blame you for not right. watching some PG-13 and rated R movies when you were two years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, listeners. I have not heard of any of these movies by Dark Knight and Twilight. Like the, uh, I'm not going to lie. These are, all, these are all classics. Pineapple Express is with okay. Seth Rogen. Yeah, um, I knew. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a bit of a stoner movie, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. You know Dark Knight, Twilight, you know what it is. Taken is with Liam yeah. Neeson. There's a few of them. He's the one like the he's on the phone. He's like, I know, it, I know, I have a particular set of skills over the years. And oh yeah, oh yeah, taken. yeah. I've seen that scene before. I just forgot what movie it was from. Yeah, and then forgetting Sarah Marshall is with uh, Jason Segal. He goes over to Hawaii to get away from a relationship from his ex, and it's it's a comedy. A lot of I highly recommend it when you're old enough. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I'm but sorry. I just I I feel totally embarrassed by those two questions because I feel like I should know that stuff. But I no, no, none of this was to embarrass you. It was more <laughs> for the audience, uh, just yeah, to put in perspective of well, that and just how incredible it is that that you're producing such great content at, at your age. And oh, I appreciate uh, it. Uh, it's been it's been cool to see to see you in the space. I'm jealous that you got to go to the the expo. I'd love to be able to go. Um, oh, so dude! I know everyone's trying to get you to drink. And you're like, I wish. I, I wish. Yeah, it's fun, yeah. man. It's, it was really fun. I mean, we. Me and my dad, we had to drive. My parents almost didn't let me go, but it was really important to me. And I begged them to go. So my dad and I, we took like a six hour drive and just, we did it, <laughs> but it was, awesome. it was so worth it. It was amazing. Yeah. One, one day, once they get that resort built there, I can be like, Hey, you know, we can, you can bring the kids. It's fine. They can go have yeah. it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time. Uh, can you tell everyone where they can find you and all your great content? Uh, so you all can go follow me on Twitter at TYFMNFL. It's my little, it's in my username down there. Uh, you can check out the videos I make on Football Guys YouTube channel. I make little shorts for them every week on, and they drop on Tuesday. Usually uh, I write articles for DLF. The schedule is not always really set. It's kind of just like, it's not really always a set schedule, but I write for them. Usually semi, like every other week, there's an article coming out for me, from me, from them. I'm not like a crazy writer person. But I have, you know, just experimented a little bit with how, you know, with writing and stuff. And check out the Young Fantasy My Football podcast. It's my main podcast I do. It's pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. And those episodes come out every Tuesday as well. Awesome. Again, I appreciate your time. Remember, this is the Triple Play Fantasy channel. This is Beyond the Analyst interview series. Make sure you go ahead, like, subscribe to the video. If you're listening to podcasts, make sure you follow the podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Like I said, this is episode 20. We've got a lot more coming. Make sure you check out those first 20, those first 19 as well. Thanks again, Hutch. Oh, no problem, man. It was so fun.